0: All right, Wrestling with Theology fans, it is Thursday, so we are digging deeper into the Psalms, and this week we have a great chance to be able to give thanks to God, and to dig deeper into some of those reasons that we have to give that thanks. Because this week, we are looking at Psalms 65, 66, and 67, and in my congregation, Psalms 65 and 67 alternate years as the Psalm of the day for thanksgiving. Psalm 67 is assigned for the day of Thanksgiving in our lectionary. Psalm 65 is assigned for the celebration of the Harvest Festival. Since Thanksgiving is celebrated in the spirit of the Mayflower Pilgrims, after their first harvest, it only seems right to celebrate both. This year, 2021, we celebrate the Harvest Festival with Psalm 65. But 65, 66, and 67 are all talk about the reasons we have to give thanks to God and as the title of this episode says praise God from whom all blessings flow because that is what we need the common doxology the common praise with the right words with the right intentions And that is exactly what Psalms 65, 66, and 67 seek to evoke from us. So Psalm 65, to the choir master, a psalm of David, a song. Praise is due to you, O God in Zion, and to you shall vows be performed. O you who hear prayer, to you shall all flesh come. When iniquities prevail against me, you atone for our transgressions. Blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple. By awesome deeds you answer us with righteousness, O God of our salvation, the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest seas. The one who by his strength established the mountains, being girded with might, who stills the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, the tumult of the peoples, so that those who dwell at the ends of the earth are in awe at your signs. You make the going out of the morning and the evening to shout for joy. You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain, for so you have prepared it. You water its furrows abundantly, settling its ridges, softening it with showers, and blessing its growth." You crown the year with your bounty. Your wagon tracks overflow with abundance. The pastures of the wilderness overflow. The hills gird themselves with joy. The meadows clothe themselves with flocks. The valleys deck themselves with grain. They shout and sing together for joy. So far, Psalm 65. We start off this psalm. Praise is due to you, O God, in Zion, and to you shall vows be performed. It's very similar to Psalm 116, 12-19 that has been arranged as the offertory for Divine Service 1 in the Lutheran Service book. We have this great moment of praising God, promising to pay our vows, and taking up the cup of salvation as we bring our offerings up to the altar. And then we move to verse 4. The greatest thanksgiving we can give is to celebrate our being brought into God's courts. Not that we walked into it, but that we were chosen and brought in by him. And then he satisfies us with the great harvest of all his saints. And that is... The whole point of the rest of the psalm is the great harvest that he gives. Because first, he blesses the planting and the growth to give that bountiful year that we praise him for. Verses 5-8 through remind us of why our God is worthy of worship. By awesome deeds, you answer us with righteousness the one who by his strength established the mountains, who stills the roaring of the seas. This is 700, no, no, 900 plus years before Jesus calms the sea. And God is already praised for being the one who calms the seas. Verses 9 through 13 remind us that everything that we have is a blessing from his hand. I remember being taught in Sunday school a long time ago, given the option of all these things that we had, what came from God, what came from man, and of course you had things back then like Sony Walkmans and CDs that were just coming out, you had cars, all of these things that are like great material things. And, of course, the whole point of it was to show that everything comes from God. Because even though a man has manufactured, a man has come up with the idea of being able to take sound or video and put it on a little disc, God gave him the idea to do that. God gave him the imagination to think of it. So everything comes from God. Just as it says in Psalm 145, 15 and 16, The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand. You satisfy the desire of every living thing. God provides everything that we need. So we should give thanks to him because it is by his awesome deeds that righteousness, salvation is brought to us. And we continue that theme with one of the places where the song Our God is an Awesome God comes into play and is definitely seen. And that's Psalm 66. To the choir master, a song, a psalm. Shout for joy to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Give to him glorious praise. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. So great is your power that your enemies come cringing to you. All the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name. Come and see what God has done. He is awesome in his deeds toward the children of man. He turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the river on foot. There did they rejoice in him who rules by his might forever, whose eyes keep watch on the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves." Bless our God, O peoples, let the sound of his praise be heard, who has kept our soul among the living and has not let our feet slip. For you, O God, have tested us, you have tried us as silver is tried, you brought us into the net, you laid a crushing burden on our backs, you let men ride over our heads, we went through fire and through water, yet you have brought us to a place of abundance." I will come into your house with burnt offerings. I will perform my vows to you, that which my lips uttered and my mouth promised when I was in trouble. I will offer to you burnt offerings of fattened animals with the smoke of the sacrifice of rams. I will make an offering of bulls and goats. Come and hear all you who fear God, and I will tell you what he has done for my soul. I cried to him with my mouth, and high praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished iniquity in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God has truly listened. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God because he has not rejected my prayer or removed his steadfast love from me. So for Psalm 66, why is it that we do and should sing praises and worship God at all times? Well, we look at verses 5 through 7? Or even better yet, what they talk about in Exodus 12 through 15, as God did bring them out, drying up the Red Sea so that they could walk across on foot and rejoice on the other side when Pharaoh's army is overcome by the crushing waves. But there are times, like in verses 8 through 12, where we bless God for even the trouble that is in our lives even while bringing upon his children a crushing burden and sending them through fire and through water, God still has not let our foot slip. Everything we have, the good and the bad, comes from God's merciful hand. The testings bring out the better virtues, as silver is purified from the dross. We have this again in Romans Romans chapter 5, Paul talks about this very thing in the first five verses. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. More than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character. And character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. We rejoice in our sufferings. We rejoice in the testings because God uses those, those sufferings to produce endurance. That endurance to produce character and character to produce godly So we can bring our offerings of praise to him. Because he has not let our foot slip. Even through all the worst and hardest trials of our lives. God still holds on to us. He does not let our feet slip. As we close out Psalm 66. We have again that idea. That he does this because of the love that he has instilled in us. Verse 18 says, If I had cherished iniquity in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But truly God has listened. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God because he has not rejected my prayer or removed his steadfast love from me. Luther says it this way as he explains the fifth petition of the Lord's Prayer. We pray in this petition that our Father in heaven would not look at our sins or deny our prayer because of them. We are neither worthy of the things for which we pray, nor have we deserved them. But we ask that he would give them all to us by grace. For we daily sin much and surely deserve nothing but punishment. Great words here. If I had cherished iniquity in my heart, If God had looked upon my sin. No, I don't deserve anything that I ask for. Nor should I expect it. But. God has promised to hear. And to answer. Those who call out to him in faith. And that's what we do when we praise and give thanks. We are calling out in faith. Because even though we may be in the bottom of the pit. We still know. That there is someone up at the top of the pit, who is willing to reach down and bring us up out of the pit. And that is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we see this ultimately fulfilled in Psalm 67. To the choir master with stringed instruments, a psalm, a song. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us that your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy for you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, shall bless us. God shall bless us Let all the ends of the earth fear him. What does this have to do with Psalm 66? Oh, the very first verse. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. Where are these words otherwise? In a different form. Number six, the Aaronic benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace that was how God instructed Aaron and his sons to put his own name on his people that is the reason we can praise God because his name is on us which is why we end the divine service with that benediction. We put those words on us that remind us that we have received Jesus' body and blood in the Lord's Supper. We have heard His word of forgiveness in the absolution. And we began everything by remembering our baptism by invoking the name of the triune God. And it is all that that comes to us in praise that God has blessed us. And then the rest of the psalm is simply, let not just me, let not just the people of my congregation, but let all the peoples, all the nations praise God for what he has done. Because they are great deeds that he has done. He is awesome in his work. And that is why we praise Him. All right, a little shorter than our last couple of Ben, but as we get ready for Thanksgiving in just two weeks from this broadcast, we remind ourselves that it is very proper, very good. To praise and give God thanks at all times. Because we need to do that. Not for him, but for us. Not that we might make ourselves better, but that we might remind ourselves that everything we have is given to us by our gracious giver God. We don't have anything if it weren't for him. And it is good for us, for our soul, for our well-being and our mindset in this world to remember that and to know that we are thankful for what we have. And that thankfulness is what helps us wrestle with the theologies around us, knowing that he will carry us through. I am Pastor Doug Minton. This has been Digging Deeper in the Psalms. I thank you for being here. Come back Monday for the Confessional Corner. The moments of meditation every weekday morning we have as a little boost for your faith. All of which seek to enable you to be firmly grounded so that you might wrestle with the theology around you and know how God would like you to live. Amen.